Welcome to the Mariner's Church Life Group Leader Podcast. This weekly conversation is designed to equip and resource you to build a healthy life group community that studies God's Word, practices spiritual rhythms, and changes the world together. Hello and welcome again to the Life Group Leader Podcast. We are so excited to be with you. I am Kirby Wood, your host and group's pastor here at Mariner's Church. And today I have with me my colleague and friend, Dallas Viva. Hello, Life Group Leaders. Yes, we are so glad to be together with you. Dallas, how are you doing? How is singles and young adults doing right now? They're great. We are seeing so many people get plugged into groups. Oh, awesome. Which I love. Yes. Uh, We are growing in groups and I believe that's where true community is found. Mm -hmm. So one of our goals is uh, we want every single person in our ministry to be a part of a group of some way, shape or form. I love that. I love that. And I hope that you guys, if there are spots available in your group that you let us, um, as us, your, your ministry team, as well as your coaches know, because we always have people looking to find a way as uh, the Ruta grads that are amongst us, um, hoping to get plugged in. So Dallas leads so many and helps coach and equip so many coaches for all of the singles ministry, as well as our twenties, thirties and young adults and actually college too. Dallas has quite the burden on his shoulders, uh, but we're really grateful for his efforts to support the groups. Um, and we hope that today by the two of us and the conversations that we've actually had with a lot of you, that we can help equip you for today's discussion. Um, we're right here. We're getting to the end week seven of this Galatians, um, invitation to rest study. And I have absolutely loved this. Have you been walking through this at all with your group or what does that look like for you in this season? Yeah, it's been, it's been super good. I, I've just loved sitting in service. Yeah. And I just take notes like crazy. Yes, these it's, books are so great for that. Yeah, it's it's been wild. I'm like, I've, I've read this before, but there's just something different when we have our great teachers teaching us through it. And I find myself every Sunday getting there excited, mm. ready to learn, ready. God, what do you have for me? Yes. And this past weekend with Chris Kane, I mean, wow, that was so incredible. Mm-hmm. Even getting to hear her perspective again, especially with her personal testimony and story of adoption, it really made yeah. the text come alive. It was yeah. it was incredible. It was really good. She just led with vulnerability, mm. put a whole different spin on it, like using her story, just the words... I saw him in a new way. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I love the discussion that we're going to get into today because I think even as I was looking at some of the content today, it was a temptation for me to want to go, okay, so now I'm a believer. So what am I going to do with that? But instead the text today, as well as the message that you'll hear this weekend and the discussion we're equipping you for is called freed to be free. And that's to say that at first and foremost, our our, our identity and our understanding of our freeness um, is actually a big part of our um, spiritual walk and our realization and the freedom from strongholds and our um, yeah our ability to, to walk as a believer is first understanding that we are free from the law, which is is such a gift, such mm. a gift. Such especially if you like realize like the law, yeah. The law held its place for a certain time, mm-hmm. and that's it. And there's so much 
joy to be had living in freedom. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you guys, as we kind of walk through um, these discussion questions, I hope that you have your books open and we hope that you will help your group see the joy and freedom that they can stand in now that we are all believers. And that's how we know that we're, we're Christians is that we are free and we're walking in our true identity, which is that we are Christ, um, that Christ is living in in us and that grace has covered us. So I love this lean in question because we're trying to help our group unpack okay where in my life where my I, I might not actually be living up to this free this free identity that i have this question is really good what do you see here dallas yeah i i i feel seen in this because hmm. i'm such a rule follower <laughs> that i would care more about the rules than living in the moment yeah and my wife will roll her eyes at me and say you are such a rule follower mm. and so you it, it this is probably a really fun question for the group to see okay who's a rule follower, like who isn't a rule follower. And it's where do you follow the rules so much where you miss out on the experience? If I could simplify the question. Well, it's funny because I'm definitely more of like the rebel type, right? Like rules don't apply to me kind of thing. But I still find myself falling into this trap sometimes with specific things, maybe with work where I kind of am like, okay, wow. Like I really wanted it to be a very specific way and I was missing out on an experience. Mm -hmm. So I love that this question actually can apply to all, but it's definitely going to come alive a little bit quicker for those rule followers in the group. Absolutely. I feel seen. <laughs> yeah, it took me a minute on that one. I was like, huh, where do I really? But then I think about those times where I really put my foot down. I'm like, okay, those stubborn moments are, yeah. are definitely those. So that's mm-hmm. really good. I hope that kind of gets the conversation going for you guys. There's a couple, it's a little wordy that question, but we hope that you guys will see really clearly. It's just where are you focused on the rules rather than the experience? And that will really help you guys start to shape and open up um, today's discussion around grace and freedom. Um, I love, of course, we Dallas actually did this really well the last time you were on the podcast, talking about the importance of looking down and reading aloud God's mm-hmm. word. Um, that's a great part that I love. Um, yeah. I love what you had to say about that. Yeah, and this is a bit, this is a lot of passage, like sure. a lot of scripture to read. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, you could even break it up. Right. Like, hey, why don't you read this section? Then you read this section. Sure. Um, you know, all my anxieties of middle school are coming <laughs> to life. But uh, popcorn. Yeah, yeah popcorn. <laughs> uh, but just splitting it up, I think there's just something mm-hmm. so important about hearing God's word uh, out loud. And yeah. I know the way my brain works. Mm-hmm. If someone just reads it out loud, I kind of struggle with it. But if I'm reading it alongside, like it's totally different. So. If you just tell people, it's also the opposite. If you just tell people, hey, read it on your own, there's going to be some people missing out on not audibly hearing it. So true. We're all different. I love that. So hitting it from all the angles, right? I love that. And I think one of this first question, as you look at at the text, Galatians 4, 8, um, 5 through 1, um, and it's all on pages 102 and 103 in the book. I love this first question. What examples? Any questions that are going to help different people see different things in the text will really help everybody understand that, yes, we all can interpret and read God's word and hear from him uniquely. And that's just kind of pulling out of the out of um you know the discussion really quick that's the purpose of these flow questions is one of the main things that we hope that people learn is you don't have to have a teacher on a video screen to help you interpret or learn or read God's word you are able to listen to God look like look down look in and look out and that helps you um, have a deeper relationship with the mm-hmm. Lord as well as your own um, personal discipline of le- reading God's word so those kind of questions what examples 
examples does Paul give? That's a great way where you can say, okay, there's a lot of different answers that people are going to pick out of this. A lot of different things that are going to jump out off the page for different people in the group. Yeah. And one of the things that I've learned just as a leader, especially when I'm using scripture is instead of just saying, oh yeah, that in the Bible, the Bible tells us, I think this is a really good example of, hey, in verse 10, it says this, right? like helping our people be able to see scripture and point people back to the exact passage mm. instead of, oh yeah, well, the Bible says this. Mm-hmm. Show me, tell me. Yeah, exactly. absolutely. And that it's not like this instruction manual, but it's something that's alive and moving and speaks yeah. differently to us. I love that. And even that last part of the question, what sobering reminder does does it provide churches and families and small groups? Okay, so how can I start to already kind of, where could this possibly apply to me or the, or the people in my own life? Yeah, yeah. make it bigger. Absolutely. And what other questions um, do you see here, Dallas, that you're really liking? Yeah, there's a, in that first section, uh, that second question is going to be a little challenging. Sure. You know, you're inviting theological illustration. So uh, make sure you read that, read read some commentary on sure. that. Sure. Uh, if that's the question you want to If that's the question you're going to ask, like, <laughs> Absolutely. have the firepower behind it. Yeah. Um, I, I think that five verse one is such a summary statement yeah. that I want to hit that. That's that's yeah. tying it all in. I'm thinking memory verse, right? Yeah. Let's memorize that one. That's good. It's That is the verse we want. Yes. His yoke is easy. So mm. when you think about yoke, um, it, imagine like two ox back in the day plowing a field. Yeah. You have one seasoned veteran ox, and then you got one new ox. The seasoned veteran ox does all the work, pulls it, pulls weight for both of them and the younger ox learns. And so Jesus says, take my yoke. My yoke mm. is easy. My yoke gives you rest. It's an invitation it's to rest. So, so when you hear that word yoke, it, it's so beautiful. Um, I think it's in Matthew uh, where Jesus talks about that. So understanding yoke, I think that could be really cool to so teach true. your group like, what a yoke really is. That's so good. Oh, I love that. Oh my gosh. That's, I mean, I hope that you guys um, were able to kind of dive into that this week. That would be incredible. Um, and then as we kind of turn towards look in and applying God's word to our lives, it's going to, you'll see the progression of these three questions. I actually would highly encourage you guys to do hit all three of these questions. They're leading into more of a deeper or an opportunity um, for you to possibly practice the rhythm um, in Rooted of repentance, which is formerly known as um, strongholds, but we kind of saw it as an exercise. We call it breaking strongholds is the action. And then obviously the spiritual discipline is repentance. So where can we call people in our lives to, to feel safe, to, to really um, understand and analyze where in their life they might still be living to the law of um, the law or even their own um, their own sinful nature. And so as you kind of progress through these question, questions, I can really see it come alive um, for many people in your group um, how um, yeah, how they might how God might be inviting them into more freedom in their identity in Christ. Yeah. And our group did this like a month ago, hmm. we weren't planning on having sure. a repentance time. Right. It was not talked about Not at intervention all. time either. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> it just naturally went there. And we all said, hey, what if we went around the room and we just said, what are the th- what's the thing that we're struggling with right now? Yeah. And then let's pray for one another. Mm. And it turned into this super organic, beautiful time of repentance. And that's, that's what I think your group could have. Mm-hmm. And and you think it right now you're you're thinking about it like wow that's really scary mm-hmm. but 
the beauty on the other side of oh, repentance gosh, for yes. your group. Uh, our group is so much healthier because of that moment and we're so much more connected and bonded. So really encourage you go in, dive in, yep. have the conversation, let everybody go around, uh, and then pray for one another. Oh, that's so good. And so it really starts well. I, I like I like how you're kind of um, setting the, the stage for this, but it starts well. Where do you find yourselves judging? Because oftentimes, right, we judge others or ourselves harshly over things that, that we are clearly like held bondage to. And then you, even as Dallas was saying, what if you phrase the question, that second one around, okay, everybody, I'd love everyone to share. Maybe where, like if for each person, where is, or what guilt and shame has been robbed you of your of the joy and your identity inheritance in Christ and if you had everybody share on that that's like practically a strongholds exercise yep. right there right repentance mm-hmm. right there and then um, the way to really solidify any repentance moment or any um, big um, yeah even vulnerable time is to read God's word over read truth over ourselves and over those in your group to really um, yeah, to really solidify um, the freedom that we have in Christ, not the guilt and the shame, because we just we just shared all our guilt and shame. But what is true about us? That's mm-hmm. what we're we're held a bondage to. But this is where the freedom lies: is in Christ and His truth and His hope for us. So yeah. it's really important that you reread that scripture um, over us, so that we can stand in our authority of yeah. Christ. That's good. Mm-hmm. Then yeah. that that last section, look yeah. out. Oh, absolutely. Uh, that that final question. Uh, you know, related to the rhythm of repentance, you know, if you went through that breaking strongholds, there's your teens, environments, or relationships that you need to set healthy boundaries or even stay away from. And, um, you know, quickly just understanding what is a healthy boundary. A healthy boundary is keeping yourself, um, or others in your family emotionally or physically safe. Mm -hmm. So helping people understand you can't just set a boundary and not tell Like if I set a boundary against you, I can't just say, Oh, Mm-hmm. I have a boundary against you, but never tell you like it just do the boundary. Yeah. So helping people like, Hey, let's make sure you're praying. This is a great time as a leader yeah. to help your people. Are you praying about this boundary yeah. or are you just, are you just establishing it without prayer? Sure. Pray for it. Make sure it is aligned with scripture. And this is the moment as a leader, where we can rise up. We can challenge our people, mm. call them out. Not, not saying, Oh, that boundary is sinful, but just helping people. Hey, what's a healthy boundary? Have you prayed about this? I encourage you all to pray about the boundaries that you have set up. And I just, as an encouragement to you as a leader, God did not make a mistake when he put you in leadership. It's true. Your rooted facilitator did not make a mistake. Uh, You are here for a reason. You are a leader. You are called. You get to have those conversations. Mm -hmm. You have the relational equity to do so. It's so true. Oh my gosh, Dallas. I love everything you just said. I feel like that's such a great like ending point right there is for you guys to feel confident to enter into this space because that's what God's called you to do. Mm-hmm. Um, another thought that came to my mind as we're kind of looking out um, is just thinking about, okay, did, was this maybe a good opportunity to split um, maybe men and women, Yeah. right? I was just thinking about the different kinds of boundary conversations that might come up. If it makes sense, I mean, I wouldn't, and it doesn't feel overly forced. I mean, it might be a good opportunity to do women, um, you know, in one room or, or men in the other or what have you, just to really create another level of vulnerability um, for your people. Um, but yeah, I love the way that we can hold each other accountable to the things that we have asked each other to 
to hold each other accountable to. Um, and we can talk essentially about intentionally about um, those healthy rhythms that we can um, introduce into our lives. So yeah. if you guys have any questions about ad- additional resources for enhanced care or support groups, if anything comes out that feels you know beyond the group's capacity, know that um, we're happy to, to help you guys find um, the right resources for your people. So we love you guys and mm-hmm. we hope that you guys have a rich um, discussion this week all around um, freedom, that you, uh, just as much as the people in your group, are freed um, to be free. And uh, we love you and we'll talk to you soon. Sweet. See you later. See you.